Hello, traders, and very, very good morning to you. Um, this is our early morning trade plan live session uh, brought to you by the live trade room. I uh, hope you all had a good weekend. Now, the whole point behind this particular session is for you to be as prepared as possible for today's trading opportunities. Um, it's a fast-moving market. Uh, things are evolving and changing all the time, so it's, it's important for you as a trader to keep your finger on the pulse and get ready for that next big opportunity to come our way. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. So today is Monday, the 25th uh, of April. Um, good morning, guys. You're all very welcome. We hope you're all keeping well. Those of you that are joining us uh, live, good to have you with us live, of course. It's quite important to get this information uh, as early as you possibly can. But also those of you joining us via our podcasts, um, you're also uh, very, very welcome and good to have you on board. Okay, please take a brief moment, those of you attending live, um, to take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction, uh, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time they get to their trading desk? And this is irrespective of what type of um, technical uh, trading strategy they choose to adopt. But they need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade and more importantly, why you trade in those markets. We focus an awful lot on capital flow. We want to see where capital is moving to. This is why we trade uh, currencies, um, uh, commodities and also global indices. So we've got a, a good snapshot of this market every single day. And we want to see where is where is the capital moving to? Is it moving to risk? Is it moving to safe havens? Is it in the commodity markets? Is it? in the euro, whatever the case may be, we're looking to track that flow of capital and literally piggyback off the, the, the trading of, of, of others. So where do we enter? Very, very simple, but very important facet of trading. Where do you then exit initially for a loss? Um, but the idea is to try and, and through trade management and, and risk management, try and mitigate that risk as quickly as you can, get yourself into a position of profit. And we often hear from traders that exiting trades is the hardest part of trading, and it, it's absolutely true. Uh, what you need to do is um, manage your risk prior to entry. Um, so you, you know how much of your capital you're committing to these markets. And then, of course, how do you manage each trade? There should be an area at which you're looking for this market to move to, to have a high degree of, of confidence in that decision. And um, really, then, it's about taking on board the emotions of trading these markets, uh, the, the up and down nature of, of these market flows uh, can be quite, um, let's say, uncomfortable for traders. So it's important to, to, to really consider these elements when you're trading these financial markets. And again, as you can see, they're, they're very much outside your individual trading strategy or approach or, or reasons perhaps why you get in. Okay, so um, without further ado, this is what we practice in our live traders every day. This is what we work, this is what we do with our traders. Um, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, being disciplined with our own capital, and of course, being patient as well sometimes. Uh, very important skills. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news then. So for this, we'll look at Forex Factory. We get all the information we need in a nice, concise um, format uh, with impact, high impact news events, um, normally um, flagged in, in red. So it's important to just note we had the French election yesterday. Um, Macron uh, was able to secure uh, victory. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a very centrist um, 
French government, again, sort of very pro-Euro, pro-German-Franco sort of kind of relations. Um, and uh, I suppose five more years of the kind of the same type of policies you would assume, although he's made certain commitments to to share the spoils a little bit more, but um, that, that will remain to be seen, of course. Bank holiday in New Zealand and Australia, um, and also uh, in Italy, in Europe. So uh, bear that in mind if you're obviously are trading uh, the European session. Markets are a little bit lighter today uh, because of that reason. So we heard a little bit from central bankers last week. Um, we've seen some very significant moves over the last two or three days. Um, so we we get it. We get into the, the technical opportunities now in just a second, and we'll we'll basically just build our trade plan. We'll post it in our chat box live, um, so you can take it away straight away, and obviously have uh, hopefully a coherent approach uh, to these markets over the course of the trading day. Um, so today we do have an interesting um, German IFO business climate number due out, and um, just to share some of the analysis with you. Basically, we we've you know this German IFO figure has been has been really a lot more positive than the kind of numbers that we're due to see now. Uh, no major surprise with nearly half of the German economy exposed to Russian energy, um, so it's it's not in a in a good position at the moment with this war in Ukraine. Um, we've also got a major problem with China. Um, they've had a, another massive outbreak, COVID outbreak, and um, They've got a, still got this a zero tolerance policy, um, so they're clamping down big time, and that has a, a, a pretty significant impact on global global markets. So um, the, the Chinese currency has taken a bit of a hit. Um, we've got central banks across the Western world all in this very very hawkish, very concerned, alarmed uh, environment to look to try and increase interest rates as quickly as possible. We've got this race to the upside now um, with the Fed potentially looking to increase interest rates by about 50%, uh, sorry, uh, 50 basis points, should I say, um, in the next meeting uh, in only just a week and a half time. So, so we've got these uh, major events uh, to keep a, a close eye on. So as we flick through the, the remainder of the week, Tuesday, nothing of any major concern. We'll have some inflation data impacting the RBA. Uh, on Wednesday, apart from that, nothing of any major concern. Then we're 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 going back to um, the BOJ may have a very interesting opportunity potentially for these markets. Very much wanting to 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 be um, somewhat. Um, um, let let's say. Uh, from a monetary policy perspective, they're looking to be really quite supportive um, uh, from a from the rate perspective, looking to keep rates at zero point minus zero point one. So this in this accommodative phase, um, uh, most of the Western world are looking to come out of that phase because of inflation, uh, whereas the Japanese economy are beginning to see inflation for the first time, which is ultimately for first time for a while. Um, which is um, structurally speaking, uh, which is really what the BOJ have, have kind of set out to achieve. So now they're getting to those levels. 
The problem is they don't want runaway inflation, really, um, and that becoming a, a more significant problem for the BOJ. So certainly interesting news event on Thursday. We'll have GDP numbers. Um, you can see that they've on a quarterly basis that if, if this forecast is correct, it's looking to, to fall off a cliff a little bit. Um, we get a bit of a further update that doesn't look 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 right, but we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, on Friday, we've got a bank holiday in Japan, um, and I suppose the the core PCE price index number is is more of a technical inflation indicator. Um, certainly, the Fed will be taking a, a strong look at that, and we'll finish with consumer confidence. So, just a few sort of sporadic news events. The macro events are by far going to control and um, and have more significant influence in these markets, uh, perhaps than um, than we would expect. So, where we at? The first thing to do is to look at risk. So, let's bring over the risk. So this was the very significant move now uh, on Friday. Um, we, we, we really saw a, a strong, in fact, it kicked in from Thursday evening, didn't it? Um, so a really strong move from 4,500, uh, big rollover to the downside. We just drifted sideways for a lot of uh, Friday, and now we've had that flush, very, very explosive flush trade over the course of uh, the latter part of the trading day on Friday. And now we're getting further momentum to the downside. So as many of you know, we've been quite bearish um, these markets for, for quite some time since, since November, December time. Um, and we've really taken some strong moves to the downside. This is yet another strong move. Potentially, you know, some further movement, certainly perhaps down to the 4150, something of that, that nature. So a little bit further downside expected in markets like the, um, the U.S., Indice markets. Now, is it the same picture across these markets? Um, as you can see, the answer is yes. <clears throat> the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ are, are both pushing lower. It's just important to just take note of these, these lows, these previous lows, 13,000 level in, in NASDAQ. We've got a bit further to go really as far as um, uh, Dow Jones is concerned. We can Certainly look at these little highs in here. So we're, we're, we're potentially running into a bit of support, but really the main level of support is perhaps the, the 33,000 level, which is um, sort of 500 plus points below these current levels. So further downside expected. Um, again, are we seeing the same, the same sort of bearish move in the FTSE? The answer is yes, we are. We'd certainly expect these, these markets again um, sorry, that's, that's the, let's go switch over to the FTSE. So we've had a strong gap to the downside. So that bearish rollover looks like it's, it's a, we're going to see further downside anyway uh, for these markets. A lot of gapping in these um, US indices. And even the, the Nikkei is looking now quite negative after Thursday, looking really quite strong and quite positive and potentially making new highs on these markets. So there's your structural failure trade to the downside above the 26.282 uh, level uh, for the Japanese Nikkei. 
And Bitcoin is very much tracking and, and monitoring um, uh, the stock markets and, and uh, that's becoming more and more evident. But we're now below this little handle in here, which is not, not insignificant. If we break below that 38, 500 level pretty much for Bitcoin, we'd expect certainly further downside. You can see a lot of support potentially around this 37, 36, $35,000 level potential support. So, you know, do bear that in mind uh, for, for Bitcoin. So we are firmly in risk off market conditions continuing from the end of last week. Um, are we seeing further risk off conditions across the market? Um, certainly off the back of, well, the markets have pretty much brushed off any positivity as a result of um, Emmanuel Macron uh, actually um, winning the election. It's very much pretty much priced in. And what we've seen is a, is actually continuation from last week, the end of last week's price action across the eurozone. So some strong dollar strength. Those are the markets and the trades that we're looking for. The pound dollar strong move below that one thirty. That was the the trigger point uh, for this um, bearish um, there's this descending triangle, as you can see in here, and the $30,000, sorry, the 130 level in the pound dollar was the trigger point. Really, really strong 250 pip move uh, in that. The We got a bit of hesitation up at these kind of levels, a bit of positivity today for the yen. So we've clearly got this risk off market condition beginning to kick in. We were looking at, at selling the, the yen last week, didn't really get certainly across a lot of these yen pairs didn't really get that opportunity we're just in this little sideways pattern so maybe uh, some yen opportunities might reveal themselves uh, the dollar is strong against the euro it's against the the pound against the swiss franc uh, as you can see now against quite a strong really strong reversal trade uh, in the dollar cad the Aussie dollar. Um, so we're looking at dollar strength. And we actually have a situation really now. So the Aussie dollar to the downside, the um, the New Zealand to the downside. We, we don't really need to focus on the euro pound in any way, shape or form um, and potentially further downside for the yen. So we've got the yen is actually the strongest currency out there at the moment. So we can certainly look for some yen strength uh, along with the dollar strengthening. Uh, so we've got the indices lower, we've got the dollar lower, sorry, sorry, we've got the indices lower, we've got the dollar higher, and we've got the yen higher. So those are, are the trades that we'd be really looking very closely at. Uh, gold has taken a, quite a strong roll over to the downside, moving back to the 1915 level off the back of a strong dollar. And there's your your structural failure to the downside. We were already looking to sell this trade around sort of the 102 level. Um, we had prices just behave a little bit, a uh, little bit of kind of strong volatility looking quite positive for a period. And now we've got that rollover trade to the downside. So just below that $100 level was your next selling opportunity there that we were talking about last, last week. So if we get a pullback into that level, because what we do with these markets, we often get multiple opportunities to get into a, a particular trade. 
So we've got the breakout trade, which occurred just kind of a few hours ago, six or seven hours ago. Now, if we get a pullback into that zone, there's your next opportunity to sell this market. Okay, so really, it's um, it's really continuation off the back of um, last uh, last week's kind of trade plan. Really, we were very much looking for risk off market conditions. Got some really good trades. Um, uh, we were looking for the U.S. indices, and we had to make these trading decisions um, uh, largely inside the room. It was a case of just cherry picking the slightly better opportunities. So we were focusing on sort of four or five of those type of opportunities, indices lower, looking for the euro dollar largely to continue its progress to the downside. And we had to be a little bit patient with the dollar strength, uh, the yen strength trade. Um, but that's very much our, our trade plan, certainly for the day. So, um, so again, uh, we're looking for continuing risk off market conditions. That's very much um so our fundamental summary if we just make a couple of quick amendments to this So our, um, we're really, in terms of how do we summarize these markets, we're looking for continuing risk off market conditions. That's pretty much our position. So what that does is that discounts looking for things like um, uh, buying opportunities in the indices. We're just looking for selling opportunities. And if we get those, we wanna jump on them. So again, it's very much uh, as before. So we're looking for US indice weakness. We're looking for uh, whoops, excuse me. I'm just going to qualify it just a, just a fraction. We're looking for further U.S. indices weakness. We look, we're also looking for uh, further dollar and yen strength. That's important to note. We can certainly take away. So, for example, the pound dollar to the downside, the euro dollar to the downside, the Aussie New Zealand dollar to the downside um dollar swiss potentially to the upside dollar cad so um the only one to perhaps stay away from purely because they're both quite strong at the moment is those risk-off currencies uh the dollar and the yen uh probably worth staying away from the dollar swiss potentially um but um certainly there's many of the other dollar pairs really worth looking at and we've had that french election we were just concerned um just to see how how well Christine Le Pen, um, sorry, Marine Le Pen would actually perform, and um, it was a it was a decent win for Macron in the end. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me, apologies. Okay, so that is our um, our trade plan for the day. So we're looking for continuing risk off market conditions. That's ultimately what we're looking to trade. Let me take this information and I'll post it into the chat box for those of you looking to, to trade. And 
we don't really need to be too specific, really, in terms of which of the dollar pairs we're going to look to trade. We might get into two or three of them over the course of the day. It's just when the opportunity sets themselves up so we can look across the board. Um, so that's why we've got more more general um, a more general trade plan today. So it's really looking to go with that dollar strength trade and, and the indices lower. And of course, the, the yen strength as well. So obviously, stay away from markets like the dollar yen. Okay, so on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. I've just posted a trade plan into the chat box. So if there's any questions, feel free to to post them and we'll, we'll answer those questions, of course, before we live, before we go live. My pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. So listen, on that note, um, we'll let you guys go. Um, just to let you know that we do trade these markets live every day. We trade the, the, the European trading session from 8 a.m. every single morning. And again, uh, the U.S. trading session at from 12.30 onwards. So what we look to do during the session is to apply our trade plan on a daily basis. So hopefully you'll find it very, very useful. We've got a really kind of affordable price point really to, to enable you to access um, this kind of, uh, I suppose, support from us. This is $29 per calendar month. Um, so hopefully you do find that affordable. And you, for more information, just go to the livetraderoom.com. You can um, ask any questions through our chat function and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, and any further, broadly, just any questions about trading financial markets, feel free to contact us if you need uh, through the live trade room. So for everyone here uh, at the live trade room, take care. Uh, have a great day. Let's see how we get on. And hopefully we'll bank some more um, profits over the course of the trading day. So from everyone here, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.